I'm not saying it's true, I'm saying I believe it. There's no way you actually believe that. Come on. Will you at least admit that it's possible? I'll admit that you're an idiot. Hey man, you used to work at that uh, cell phone place in the mall here in town, right? I used to sell cell phones, yes. I was... <laughs> Yeah. I was pretty good at it. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I... I, I was good at BSing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You're being a phone salesman. A salesman of any type, but I want to... Do I sound like a phone salesman? Not not like a... I don't know if that's a specific thing that I can identify a phone salesman, you know? But... But I, you, you sound but like I a did. salesman. I do. Uh, we both do. I've been doing it for a long time. We're, we're selling our podcast every day or every week. But we're whoring our podcast. Yeah, is what we're doing. Yeah. So I, I went in there, um, and it, my fiance had to switch services, so we, we ended up both doing, it and we were on the same plan now. But um, uh, I was just gonna say I, I got a really cool deal, and it was it was actually a really good experience, which is kind of rare in any kind of like sale driven thing. But um, no, they always try to make sure you have a good experience. That's why they're they, selling you things. Well, no, but I mean, it, but then you you get home and you're like, ah, fuck. Oh yeah, and, buyers and remorse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, but I just wanted to say uh, now we I I'm sure you've noticed that we've been uh, Facebook messaging for a while that's our means of communication yes it is uh, we can text now because i'll get signal in my house it, is that why we were text messaging yeah you didn't know that no i just figured it was some hipster thing with facebook messaging no no i i just didn't have signal unless i was by my friend or back door i you know what that makes a lot more sense <laughs> yeah. than what i thought now yeah yeah i thought it was just because you were you a hipster and you were too cool me. no i had i really i liked, thought you were too cool for text messaging no i like my old phone service a lot but but that was the only place like everywhere else in town everything like that was great but in my uh, fucking apartment i couldn't get signal so now i can all right well <laughs> so now we can text i don't know if i want to text you now i kind of yeah. used to the facebook well messaging. that's fine yeah okay so now you're being the hipster about facebook messages apparently now yeah <laughs> apparently <laughs> i, I am talk about your ultimate backfire man yeah you're the <laughs> I just figured it was just that. I just no, but I, now it is that because of you. Yeah, that's true. Now, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, you, you got me. Up. Yeah. All right. So, what are we talking about today, JJ? Well, bring us in. Oh, I'm Nick. I'm JJ. This is conspiring to argue. I would, I never get tired of that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> you know what the best part of this day is? We've been doing some weird things with our podcasting schedule. We've had to go early in the morning a couple times. There was time we ran out of Coke and we ran out of ice a couple times. We talked about that on the show, I think. Yes, it was a point of contention with you. But now we are back to basics. We are back to drinking our Blackheart rum and yep. our Coke and our happy glasses that we use all the time, our circular ice, yep. and I could not be happier. It feels like yep. we're going back to basics. Yeah, same. And I, uh, we had some weird, as you guys know, based on our releases, we've been, you know, we recorded a guest episode, which is totally different for both of us and- um, you know, there are a lot of different things we've been doing. So, uh, we did an update, we've been doing kind of weird topics and not, not strictly conspiracy stuff. So this really is in a way like we're back to our conspiracy basics. Back now. to our roots. Yep. Yep. And, so, I'm, and we got the rum, we got, we're all just, it's a normal day. We're recording at, at, you know, eight at night instead of like early in the morning or in the middle of the day. Like it's all back to normal. I feel good. I feel good. I feel very good. Let's so, do it. All right. So today we're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Hell yeah. And this is a fun one because there's so many theories they range anywhere from oh, yeah methane gas bubbles to aliens yep. to the city of atlantis for some oh, I really reason like that I, I like that one do you like that I, one? I, it's not my theory but i was i actually hoped it got brought up because I, I i wanted to work it in organically but you you did there you just said it but um i like that theory if you guys uh think that that it basically if you think the bermuda triangle is the location that the, the lost city of atlantis uh 
you know, it sank and that's where it is. Awesome. Get a hold of me. I'd love to talk about it with you. <laughs> yes, just yeah. talk to Nick. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. The... If you try, you might hit a gatekeeper. His name is JJ. He'll call you an idiot, but eventually you'll get through to me. <laughs> Please email us with with that because with the tag this is for Nick. This is for Nick. Do not do not send us any messages on Twitter because I'm the one that's yeah. usually on Twitter. Yeah, and I don't care, and I will probably. Well, call and sometimes you I go on Twitter and I see the things that JJ says, and I'm like, oh fuck, he's kind of making us look super rational. Like I <laughs> like what I see what you say, and I'm like, I wish that we we really should do like a fifty fifty on all of our we social should, media. Cause, well, we should both have a Twitter. We should have like yeah, conspiring to argue ones. JJ yeah. and conspiring to argue. Well, Nick. maybe we'll do that. Um, we could do that. We could do that. But but anyway, so uh, so Bermuda Triangle. Yep. There's there's. It's hard to go over a lot of history about it. I've listened to a lot of different podcasts on it, and I don't want to do the same thing that they've done every single time. Yeah. One of the big things that they always talk about is Flight 19 back in 1945. That's Which is a, important. It is, but that's like the biggest piece of evidence, and I don't... But it's it's important because it's so big. It's like not talking about, you know, Tower 5 when we're talking about 9-11. Okay. Like it, it, it's, it's such an important thing. We do have to talk about it, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, so I don't want to do what everybody else does, yes. and I, I really want to get into the argument because I think this is more of an argument Oh, it definitely thing. is. There's there's not a ton of history. I mean, it, what you guys know about the Bermuda Triangle is kind of the history. Maybe we'll do a little bit more in depth. Well, than the that, Bermuda, let's just start with what the Bermuda Triangle is. Is it's a point in the sea that people have claimed that strange things have happened in this in this triangle. It, it's anywhere from five hundred thousand miles to one and a half million miles, depending on what <laughs> kind of a map you're you're looking but, but at. But most commonly accepted, if the reason it's a triangle, it goes from three points. It goes from Miami to San Jose, Puerto Rico, to an island in Bermuda. Yep. And it got the name the Bermuda Triangle. Really back in the 1950s is when yep. this really started to get big. And it was back in, in the 1950s, there was an article published called See Mystery at Our Back Door. I, I read it as a question mark, at our back door. <laughs> I don't think that was the intentions, but that's I like it. That's how I read it. Uh, a couple years later, uh, George Sand he uh, for Fate Magazine detailed Flight 19 in a way that most people hadn't heard of, and that's where the, all these conspiracy theories, all these ideas of what the Bermuda Triangle was. Some of them they tried to explain very logically of what was bringing down these ships. Uh, maybe it was methane gas maybe it was there's a lot of supposed logical explanations for this there's a point where maybe the gravity is stronger in the bermuda triangle maybe compasses don't point to true north because of magnetism because around that of, point in the equator and the earth and all that yeah so there's some very very logical and then you get the crazies <laughs> all right for a lack of better term i'll, I'll take get, that intro the, <laughs> so you'll get the people that think it's it's aliens. You'll get yep. the people who think that it's the city of Atlantis. And these people truly, not even just bug-brained ideas, like they're actually trying to find things or diving into the oh, yeah. Triangle to find it. And this is one of those fun things, too, where, like, the hunters, the Bermuda Triangle hunters, they're... they're is that a thing? Well, but in, I was going to say, the people who are researching it, whichever side of the fence they're on, the people who are researching it, they have to get, like, scuba gear and go out on a boat in the middle of the ocean and dive down and look for stuff. Yep. Like, that's that's a lot different from wandering around, you know, Northern California and looking for a hairy beast and camping, you know? Yeah, that's true. You and, and having the ocean. And having beers with your buddies yeah, and, yeah. and going out and yeah. having barbecues. This, this research is a lot more intense, is <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, no, I understand. So it's not like you're... 
you're going out in the wilderness and looking for something. But if you don't find it, at least you got to have some beer and drink with your buddies. Which is exactly Bigfoot hunting. And, and I love it. Oh, we should go on a Bigfoot hunt. We really should. We, that'll be a live episode in a, in a uh, year, two years, three years. I don't know. We'll do it. You know what? You know what live episode I would really, honestly, truly want to do? What's that? Uh, the Velisca Axe Murder House. Oh, yeah. Because you can rent that house. Yeah, for, yeah. For like four, I've heard about that. For like five, four or $500. It's an Which insane amount. Well, yeah, yeah. It's super cheap. Like, I was going to say- No, that's have... not cheap. Do you have four or $500 of disposable income? To rent a, an actual murder- I was going to say, the, the escape room that we have in Cedar Falls now- that's like two or three hundred bucks to do that. Is it as really? Activity. Yeah. Have you? Have you? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, they're p- popping up all over. A lot of our listeners. The escape rooms. Seen. They're just yeah. they're escape rooms. They're really them all the cool. Like they it's, are a, cool. it's a great idea. But but really, I mean, think about it. If you pay, blah, blah, you know, uh, for a group of people like fifty bucks to go bowling, which everything's getting expensive now. I would pay a couple hundred bucks to go in an escape room rather than you know fifty bucks to go bowling. Can I just give a tip to our male lis- male single listeners <laughs> for escape rooms? Go spend money. Go into the hardest one, figure it out yourself, and then bring a date to oh, the yeah. second look one. Oh, yeah, look really cool. Yeah. And then you look like you're smart because you're yeah. solving all the things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, this went off the rails really quickly. No, that's a, that's a great uh, dating tip. I'm glad we're doing that now on our new segment and conspiring to argue dating tips with JJ. Um, but <laughs> Can I get theme music with that, too? <laughs> you absolutely cannot. I edit these. You cannot. All right, yeah. so... Um, what, what historically, I guess, where did this, you, you were saying it came from, from the, um, you know, in, in around the forties, that was when we had the missing is so the fifties was really this when it really, took off. The fifties right? and the sixties and the seventies is where this really, really blew up for about 20 years. There was all these ideas that different things have disappeared. Flight 19 being the biggest one, but like cargo ships would disappear. Navy vessels would yep. disappear. People flying over would disappear. And there were so many things that people were pointing that they couldn't really wrap their minds around. And it was in this triangle-looking uh, area. Yeah, it was an area they could map to a triangle. And I think it's a little bit of a misnomer because if something does exist, there's no way it's going to map to that perfect triangle. And that's not—I've heard people say, like, oh, I had entered it. I was I was five miles inside of where they think it to be, and nothing happened to me. It's like, yeah, uh, it's not a hard and fast thing. Like, are you— Really thinking that like it's not, the second you get inside yeah. of yeah that's all I'm it's getting not at. like a force field where you walk yeah. in and all of a sudden you're gonna but people, crash people think of it that way and that's why I wanted to say that because people think of it like oh if you're in this triangle that's clearly defined by drawing lines from these borders it's gonna take your ship or your plane and at the least it's five hundred thousand miles allegedly. So the Bermuda Triangle what what really in my opinion but remember sea miles are a lot bigger than land miles. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was good. So so what really kind of, in, in my opinion, put a halt to almost all of this, and this is where I'm really going to focus on, was Larry Koosh made wrote a book called Bermuda Triangle That's your guy, Mystery right? Solved. He's my boy. Yeah. He's Larry's your boy, boy in this one. Uh, back in 1975, and his explanation for a lot of these things is nothing. Is that it's a you if you go in a very wide area if you if you pick any spot in the United States or I'm excuse me uh, in, in the ocean in the ocean yep. you're gonna find weird things that happen that I ships cr- totally ships. agree I, I just think that and I, I don't want to get too much in the argument because we got to go a little bit more on the background but I I just think that I agree with that wholeheartedly except that it's it's kind of like what we talked about last week with uh or or I'm sorry two weeks ago with um the Jersey Devil. 
it's so concentrated in one area you you're ignoring the concentration you're saying all of these things that we've seen do happen elsewhere it's like yes they do but in a much larger larger you know like yes they happen all across the whole ocean you you can see this type of plane going down somewhere and you can see this type of boat going down somewhere but all these things have happened in this little area is what bermuda triangle people are arguing so i want to talk that's more true. about that that's true so so that's that's what a lot of people will say is that's a very concentrated area what uh larry was saying is you can't really point to this one area because what when when people are telling these stories especially with like flight 19 and some of these other vessels that have disappeared is they're not telling you about the weather they're not telling you about uh this high traffic areas a lot of them are are leaving things out that could very logically be explained I i think people are leaving things out i don't disagree with that but i think that when people do add those things in there's still a lot of situations where it's like it's one of those things where it's like I can explain this one because of this thing. And I can explain this one because of this thing. And we can test this thing on a similar size craft in a lab and it will show that it will sink. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, you have explained all 7 million instances of a craft sinking there. But all of those random things happened in that area is what I'm getting at. Okay. But no, we'll get to that. That's fine. That's fine. Do we want, do you want to talk about flight 45? We made reference. Yeah. To it yeah. I think we should talk kind of historically time. about, I, so I actually wanted to take it back a little bit because I have here in my handy dandy notes that I've been taking. I actually made kind of with a, your new phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I made kind of an exhaustive timeline. Um, about of different things that have disappeared yeah and it actually well okay let me let me take that back actually one step further and say i didn't make this in any way i copied and pasted it from a website that made this totally different but uh, this timeline that i found you're hurting our cause it starts it starts in the the 17th century it starts in 1609 and so and it goes all the way i mean to you know, present times. And there's several events from the 17th century to current times. And so that's when it's like, yes, like it started with Christopher Columbus. Yep. Yep. That's one of the things. And it, and it started with Christopher Columbus saying that when he was in this area, it was weird. It was weird lights. I think is what yep. he saw. And, and the thing that's hard is because a lot, a lot of people say that it's electromagnetic, which is obviously going to affect ships that are electric, like like more modern, you know, sure. 40s and up. So that's why these sightings, people are like, well, how come we have recorded sightings from the 40s? It's almost like they heard the myth in the 50s and it started there. No, they've been happening forever, but we haven't had the vessel, our vessels didn't have the things that are needed to feel this. You know what I mean? Sure. So anyway, um, I just want to say that the history goes way back. You guys can look into it. And I, I might actually just post this timeline as well on our website. Oh, but, hundreds and hundreds of years. Yep. Hundreds yep. and hundreds of years. Yep. And I think that adds credence. Like we said last time, before the myth really came around, people were reporting this area. That's true. You know what I mean? That's absolutely true. So is there any instances you want to talk about specifically? um, Like we said, I like the, uh, uh, what what was the name of the craft in in the early 1900s? Or it was in the 40s, the, the one that everybody talks about? The Flight 19? Or yeah, you... well, Flight 19 was one of them, but there was a boat as well. Hang on a second. Yeah, my, it was... My a... phone's giving some feedback, so I have to pull away from the mic. It was a ghost ship. Oh, so so what you're saying is your phone's... Yeah, it's really picking up and, and receiving signals for, from a vast distance. Oh, that's such a terrible feature. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry that your phone doesn't do that. Thanks, but listen. Sa- thanks, Samsung. It's really weird. Yeah, weird. Anyway, so, um, yeah, there, there are... Uh, I mean... There's a lot. There's a lot to it in general. 1909 was one of the ones that I was going to talk about. The um, uh, the spray. It was a derelict fishing boat. Um, 
It was refitted as an ocean cruise cruiser. Um, and so basically the, the sailor, um, he was going to be, um, the first person to ever single-handedly circumnavigate the world. Um, the USS it, Cyclops is another one. That was, I think that's, that's the one. That's 1918. That is, yes. But um, in 1909, that was the first one. It completely disappeared. 1918 was the Cyclops. It was a Navy ship. Um, there was the Deering in 21. Uh, there were just a ton of schooners and, um, uh, you know, refitted boats. And just so many things have disappeared that are well-documented. And they've disappeared in this area. And it's not to say that well-documented boats weren't disappearing in other areas. But, I mean, it doesn't even touch the gravity of how many things have been disappear- have disappeared in this area. Well, okay, so let's let's talk about Flight 19 very specifically. We'll, we'll probably end it with that, and then we'll go into the actual debate. Yeah. So Flight 19 was, back in the 1940s, I believe it was 1945 during World War II. Near they, the end of World War II, yeah. Near the end of World War II, they were doing a flight simulation a flight-based training exercise and and i'm just going to go over this really Mm -hmm. quick uh uh the captain and i'm sorry i guess it's not the captain what do you call the head person of a that's flying a plane oh Oh, captain. captain. The pilot. Pilot. Well, whatever. Yeah. whatever. Head pilot. The, the, the head pilot. pilot. Yep. The head pilot, for lack the of a better term. captain of the plane. The captain of the plane, for lack of a better term. <laughs> uh, he was taking five students out to run some bomber missions. Everything, first half of the journey, everything went went fine. It was only after they were in the Bermuda Triangle that, uh, coordinating the pilot, the head pilot, said things were going wrong. He didn't quite know where he was. When radio control was talking to him, he thought he was over florida or he was getting to florida so he says i'm just gonna fly north because then we'll hit fort lauderdale which is where we came from originally they said well just go west i mean you're and then land on any base that's that's probably fine so they go and he says no no i know what i'm doing we go they go north everybody follows him go west yeah he thinks he's, he's <laughs> i just i pictured you saying that as a prospector i don't know why but i just just you going you go west you go know like west. wagons west so, <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> no so they they go they go north they originally he thinks he's more turned around than he is and they end up going east <laughs> instead they lose radio contact. Wagons East. John Candy. What a great movie. Sorry. <laughs> and nothing is, they're never seen ever again. Yep. They didn't find any remnants of these planes. They didn't find anything that, that happened I, yeah. to these planes. I like five examples. What I'm about to say fits everything you just said. You hear that story so many times. And I mean, specifically you hear, and they were never seen again in every single story. And then you also hear the pilot, According, was looking at his equipment, and because and his equipment didn't tell him, um, he followed his equipment. And that's what led to the demise. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a specific possible reason for that. And um, but I I like to think that it's kind of BS. Um, one thing I just want to bring up right now, scientifically, I don't know if you've looked much into like the methane bubbles theory. Have you seen a lot about? I've that? looked into it. Well, that's that's actually like scientific. Like that's that's one of the main skeptic theories. And I can I. I from what I've seen, it it can be completely disproven. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. So okay. so that was a, a big example. Yeah, of, that, so Flight 19 is what people talk about. And that's really, back in 1952, what brought the Bermuda Triangle to this huge, huge yep. thing. Was that, that's because the, they talked about Flight 19, and there's a lot of records about it. There's a lot of military records. And these and yeah, these that's pilots the, that's the were, Patterson-Gimlin film. Exactly. You know, these, these pilots were, ex- well... They were one of them was experienced. The captain was experienced, or yeah. the 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 army sergeant was was 
experienced, but there's also things that maybe he could easily get, he got turned around a lot, but it wasn't yeah. just some Joe Schmo in his little single engine plane. Like the, right. they should have known how to get around and there, this shouldn't have happened. Yep. And actually one of the, one of the airplanes that was supposed to go and find them disappeared as well. Yep. Yep. Except there's much more likely that it crashed and blew up and. Yep. And, and that, and I will agree again. I'm going to say this a lot in this episode warning. Um, it is it is much more likely that a single explanation can be found for that specific instance. Sure. And that actually works with every single instance that we talk about. It's when you have the aggregate of them where you you realize you're explaining away hundreds of instances and that's when you're like should I be explaining all this away or should I be looking more is my idea. Okay. But I mean honestly I I think I think we can sum it up with this is the area. There's ships and planes going down. What is happening? And it and it would be one thing if it was just planes. It would be another thing if it was just ships. But yep. it's ships and planes, and that's why it gets such not a, being found. And that yeah, exactly. And that's why I think it gets such a romanticized oh definitely view. Yep. But again, I we'll get into our arguments. Yep. But I I don't think it's anything more than just people being. I have a theory that the I am idea. I am uh, gonna hold off on saying anything about until we get into Ooh. our argument because it's gonna be very exciting. I'm excited. Oh, I'm glad. All right, we actually haven't talked about this, so all right. Well, uh, see you on the other side. Just ring the bell. Let's get ready to rumble. another one right outside your window every I, god i like happy fourth uh, of july all right let me Woo! let me come in all right here's the thing i i, I don't want to take away from people's happiness and i think well that, maybe we should start that we are recording this on july 3rd yes all right it is july 3rd evening right now Tomorrow's and you're gonna july probably li- be listening to this later after july 4th after yes. july 4th so um the the thing that I have, let me get on a soapbox real quick because, all right, first of all, my, my birthday is July 4th. I'm, I'm what they call an independence baby. Woo! Yay. Um, but the problem that I have, I actually, I, I, it's great. It's fun. Everybody should have a good time. The 4th of July is a good holiday um, or whatever. But people, we, we live in a, a smaller, but we live in a metropolitan area. We live in a city. Definitely a city. It's not out in the country. We live in a city. And they actually Iowa recently just fireworks are legal to buy here. Yeah, that's what's been really a, a stark contrast is last year and every year before that since the seventies, mm-hmm. is fireworks were illegal. I mean, you could have your people your, would always go. Oh, I'm driving oh, them, blah blah blah, and I'm getting oh, fireworks. You could, yeah, and you go to Missouri and get Missouri, some, and you yeah. come back, and and people did that. Yep. But now they're now they're legal. They're legal to buy in the state and, of Iowa. And and I can I can go down a five mile stretch and run into twelve of these yep. tents, yep. which is insane to me. And I thought, eh, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Let people have fun. And then it became this nuisance for the last two yep. weeks of these fireworks going off till ten to eleven o'clock yep. every it, night. Exactly. And here's my thing: that it's not just, and many of you guys, listeners, may know about some of this back and forth that people are having right now. But it's it's not just a nuisance. Um, as we've said on the podcast before, I have a a very young. Uh, an infant child. She just turned seven months the other day. Um, actually, yeah, like two days ago. But uh, well, now actually, now we're recording this yesterday. She turned seven months yesterday. But anyway, um, this is a small, small stakes. But she wakes up a lot of the time when people shoot off fireworks around her apartment. No, that's super annoying. Well, it's annoying, but it's not the biggest thing. That that is that's irritating. true. 
Um, I that's that's shitty, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go put her back to bed. She's scared because of the loud popping all well, around her house. People have dogs, and their dogs their are dogs freak out. The biggest these. problem, though, if you're in a city, and I'm sure you guys and have this heard is your, this. This is your soapbox. Thing. Yep, it, it is is that there are people. There are a lot of a lot of veterans. Basically, anybody who served, who's done any any tour with armed combat, anybody who has heard gunshots go off, that does trigger people's PTSD. It's very common. This is a thing people talk about. I've seen it in previous years before we had fireworks legal here the people would hand out uh, flyers and people would put up posters like hey remember have fun on the fourth but it can trigger people's ptsd and i keep thinking about that because i'm hearing it every goddamn night like you said especially gonna be hearing it tonight and tomorrow night there's pop 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 it sounds like fucking gunshots outside if it sounds like gunshots to me picture what it's gonna sound like to somebody with ptsd living in a town now when it's all over all the time there there was a time i was at work and i and one of them went off and i thought yeah. I thought it was a gunshot. Yeah. I yeah. thought, who, what just happened? And you haven't heard gunshots that could be ending your life no. around you on a battlefield. No. But people have, and they're hearing this. So, guys, I just want to say, have fun, by all means. Do everything you want, and take this as a PSA or whatever. But but I just, I get pissed every time I hear it, because I'm like, you're waking up my kid, you're freaking out our, our animals, and you're probably fucking people up that have PTSD and have heard gunshots around them that could be ending their life. You're You're probably freaking people out. So at least think about it. Go out to the country, you know? Like, find a good place to do it, and don't do it in the middle of the night in a town, at least. Okay, things we are against, we're putting on the list. Yep. Jackass firework users. Yep, guys in sandals, child molesters, and people using fireworks in a town in the middle of the night. Yeah, that yep. pretty much... No order. No, not in that, not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Were we against slavery, too? I think that was an official thing, yeah. We I think we against, officially yep. are against yep. slavery, child beauty pageants. Oh yeah, yes yeah, that yeah that was yep. early, but that was one. child beauty pageants, guys with sandals, jackass firework users, uh, slavery. Did we did we fall one way or another on Jinko jeans, or was that a point of contention? It's contention. Okay, because right, you we'll, own them. Because I own them. Yeah, yeah. I know how I, mean, I feel about Jinko jeans. <laughs> it's kind of like how we how we've we've officially now went against guys in sandals, but I was wearing them earlier today. Yeah, I'm just against guys in sandals. That's fair. In okay. general. I think it's guys in sandals with socks on. But Okay, like, no, okay. I can. Uh, but that's not even a point of... Con- like, how can you be a, not be against that? Yeah. Well, a lot of people wear them. I guess slavery, how could you not be against that, Yeah, too? that's true. Okay, sorry. All right, no, I'll put it, pull it on the list. We'll yep, put it on yep. the list. We'll put it on the list. For sure, conspiring to argue is against guys with sa- socks and sandals. Maybe against guys in sandals in general, but that's a point of contention, so we're not going to put that that's on That's the there. JJ Amendment. Yep, yep. So, all right, we are now ready to argue and yell about um an imaginary patch of land (laughs) (laughs) so what i want to do is i'll go with my my theory first and that it's and it's a kush theory that there's nothing spectacular about the bermuda triangle Mm -hmm. if you take into account the wet the bad weather that happens around bermuda because of natural weather patterns if you take into account the vast amount of ships and airplanes that fly through and sail through the this this region here uh if you take into account this triangle this if you will triangle <laughs> if you will and it, and the and with the storms and and everything there's nothing spectacular about what happens in the Bermuda Triangle? It's been sensationalized. It's a triangle that they got. It got steam back in the '60s and the '70s, and we've kind of stopped hearing about it so much because we've become smarter in it. I, I 
truly believe that there's nothing, nothing special about the Bermuda Triangle. It's if you were to take any other patch of the sea, you that had the same amount of travel through it, you'd see the same amount of planes that don't that disappear. False. You'd see the same amount of ships that don't come back. Absolutely false. And, but <laughs> and you would see the same amount of people that that disappear. So that, all right. that's all. That's all it is. That's, that's your theory. That's my theory. I okay. I truly believe that there's nothing spectacular about it at all. Okay, and my theory is that um, this is just one of the twelve vile vortices that we see. Vile vortexes, vortices. Um, the, these are twelve areas where we have unexplained phenomena that happens quite. Uh, I guess plural phenomenon that happens quite frequently. And we eventually, through science, will be able to explain it right now. We can. It might have to do with magnetism beyond our comprehension. It might have to do with aliens. We're not 100% sure. Um, but eventually, we'll be able to explain what's happening at all of these areas. Right now, the Bermuda Triangle is popular. But, I mean, it's just one of the places. The Poles are another place. The uh, Easter Island um, heads. Uh, there's a lot of places where we can't explain the phenomenon surrounding it. Eventually, I think our big human brains and science will be able to explain it. But right now we can't. And so people are grasping at straws and you can disprove almost every scientific theory that people come up with to explain this. Okay. Let me ask you this. It, you, with these vile vortices, are they all all caused by the same thing or are they different things that are causing? We each? can't explain it. So we don't know right now. Okay. So all of those is, is we can't explain it, but there's definitely just, something there, more there, going on. There are 12 areas where we can't explain what's going on. Okay. And it could be anything. It and could, at some point right we'll, now. Yeah. Okay. Because we don't know. So, I, of course, I can't answer that because we don't know. That seems... All right, we'll go... Convenient? Is that what you're yes, going to say? Yeah, yeah that's, that's awfully convenient that we can't explain it. Yeah, it would be really nice if we could explain everything, wouldn't it, JJ? But you know as well as I do that we can't explain No, everything. we can't explain it. It's everything? nothing... Well, just about. What can't we explain? I don't know. Um, did I put you on the spot? <laughs> you did put me on the spot. I, I just... If you, if you can come up with something that we can't explain, because I can... Um, if you can come up with something that we can't explain, then I can I can counter it with there are 12 other areas that we can't explain the phenomenon of right now. Okay. And, and that's my theory. But look, what we're going to do, guys, and we might be starting kind of a new theme here. We've talked a little bit about this. I think we're going to structure our episodes in a new way. So we're going to start at with... At least this episode. At least this episode. Possibly more. We'll You'll see how see. it goes. We'll see how it goes. But we're going to start with the best of the rest. The best of the rest theory. So the my first one is aliens. Now, I uh, here's... I have to, I have to say... I do believe in aliens in general. We've talked about this. Yes. I do believe in aliens, and I, I, I we're, we're gonna have another alien episode here soon. Yes, we are. We're and, planning it this month. So, yep. and and here's my thing with with uh, with this theory for the Bermuda Triangle and aliens. I I I would hate to say that I don't think that aliens could have something to do with this, but it doesn't seem like it's their modus operandi for how I understand how aliens interact with humans. It's just, it's weird to have a one specific spot in the earth that we're just going to screw with people. There, there are specific spots that aliens tend to congregate to because of the soil conditions and things like that. But I don't think you that this said that part, was such a surety. It but, really scares but I, me. I don't think that this is one of the areas that aliens would congregate to. So I think it can be best explained another way. But if you guys know why it is aliens here and it could be, let me know. All right. Nope, that's fine. Uh, Lost City of Atlantis. All right. So I like this one because it's fun. That's the only reason. I, I don't I don't give it much credence, but I, I love mythology. Fun is fun is one word. Yep. Well, well. Here's the thing. Like I as as I've talked about on the show before, I um was you know I I went to college um 
pursuing a degree in, in the study of religion. I, I know a lot about mythology. I know a lot about ancient civilizations and, you know, the occasion for why certain scripture was written and things like that. I, and and the idea of something as mytho- mythological as Atlantis, I love that. And so if it has something to do with something that we're still seeing today, you know, if, if because because the idea of Atlantis is it was a thriving metropolis and it sank, right? And, and, and so we've lost it to the sea. That's the idea of Atlantis, right? Yes, and some people say that the Bermuda Triangle is where is, Atlantis is. the sea ab- is. Yep, yep, yep. So when Atlantis sank, it's on the the floor, uh, the ocean floor, and, or, or below, and above that is the Bermuda Triangle. What I've heard is, and this is, this is, this is, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a... I'm excited. I don't know what yeah. you're going to say, but I was sitting there sipping my rum, excited. There was a crystal mm-hmm. that was... That powered all of Atlantis, and oh, yeah. when it when Atlantis sunk, then the crystal didn't have anything to do with its energy to power things. So that's why it's creating all sorts of strange things oh, that are happening with sure. the Bermuda Triangle. I think just saying For, that there's a secret city underneath the sea is enough. You don't need to bring a crystal into it to explain it anymore. No, you know what I mean? No, that's all it is. Is this yep. crystal? Well, and if we could just harness this crystal. That they were able to do thousands of years ago, maybe we'd be yeah. a better society. Well, maybe, maybe that. But is you know, the who, but you know who doesn't want us to find that big coal? Oh, true, true. Yeah. I would bet that's true. Oh, okay, so, so that's the Atlantis theory. The next one after Atlantis is time travel, and this one I don't really like because, well, it's time travel. But I've I've heard different. Let me scenarios. let me. Do you do you believe in time travel in general, or at least the possibility of it? No. Oh, not at all right now? Not at all in general, no. Ever? Mm. Well, there are a lot of, like, scientists that do believe that there's it's a lot in the of future. There's a lot of theories in that time is relevant, and I understand that. I have, a, I have trouble, in general, wrapping my mind around space to begin with. Well, let me start with this. Time travel, uh, one of the reasons I asked, I, I'm never going to ever miss an opportunity when I can use something I know to prove that you're foolish. Fair enough. Um, and are you familiar with time dilation? No. Okay, well, that was... I'm not going to get too far into it, but basically the idea is that if you're up in, like, orbit and you're moving, you know, when you're further out on a point, you're actually moving faster. So, basically, somebody took, you know, blah, 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 years up in space, and when they came back down, it was actually, um, like, they were a minute faster. And so they had actually saved a minute of their life by being up in space. That's time dilation. And so that's actually technically time travel. I've heard... it. What... One of the examples that I've that I've heard about time travel, and I, I don't want to dive way off in the di- in the deep end, is that if you were to travel around the speed of light, like if you were same thing, time to, dilation, yeah, time dilation. I've I've heard that. Let's just say you were on a train that could go around the Earth like six times a second, and if you're able to do that, and let's just say you stopped after, I I don't really remember the the time, but let's let's just say argument, say you stopped after three hours yep. doing that or I'm sorry, three weeks, then you'd get off and it was like 300 years later, even though it was like three weeks to you. So exactly. That's the idea of, and at, at our current time, we can, we can save about a minute, you know, in, in years and years of being at, at further out on that point where the earth is spinning, you know, in orbit at that point, you can save a minute, but it is possible when we continue to move faster and faster as people that we could time dilate to the point where you would save years and years and years. But at this time, I think it's, it's, Done on a very small scale, and at, at best, it's a theory. Oh, agreed. But so, what if but, there was but, something in? But I just want to say, and this is about this. What if there was something in 
in that area, in that in that vortice, what if there was something that makes you time dilate? What if you hit the speed of light and you didn't know? You know what I mean? Like we obviously, I'm not saying this does happen, but with this theory, what if that is happening? There's there's been some instances where people say that they went uh, 20 minutes into the past. I saw that where a plane and, flew through the Bermuda Triangle. They were they weren't on the their everybody's watches were. Yep. At, was that like twelve thirty, and they actually landed at twelve fifty? And, and and there's other um, time loss too, or that that's time gained. But then, uh, and and the time loss actually, I'll be honest, I had my blinders on, and when I read time loss, since that's such a regular thing in alien encounters, I assumed they were talking about an alien thing. Oh, really? Yep. And and they could be. because you remember when we talked about Betty and Barney Hill and they lost all that time. Yeah, that that's so consistent with alien encounters that I was like, oh, they're talking about aliens. I don't believe aliens with Bermuda Triangle, so I'm moving forward. But they could have just been talking about time dilation and time travel. Well, that was one of the things that they talked about with Flight 19 is that they were mm-hmm. back in 1945 and they were taken off from Fort Lauderdale and he thought that he had the captain had thought that he was over Florida but didn't recognize any of it and maybe that's because they were in the past. Before. Or it could be methane bubbles that well, are confusing everybody and all the. Yep. Let's do the next one. You you were really excited about methane bubbles, and this uh, is yeah. more this is more sciencey, but it doesn't go with my theory. So we'll in kind general. of talk about it in between the your theory. No, which talk is about more it. Let's yep. talk about it right now. Well, this that's is, what I we're mean. We're at the yeah. end of the best of the it, rest, Exactly. So. That's what I mean by in between. So um, it, it, here's one of the documentaries, and guys, I I can't I can't give enough of a shout out to this like. Uh, maybe series of documentaries that they do. I I believe it's National Geographic. Is it weird or what? No, but I because I, if I it isn't, I don't I, hear it. I can't give enough of it. Have you seen? Have you watched it since I told you about no, it? No, but I. Oh, you asshole! Sorry. I told you a whole week ago. You have <laughs> anyway. So um, I've it, had things to do. So on actually right now currently on Netflix, I think it's uh, National Geographic, but they have a series called The Truth Behind Blank and. I don't know what it's called, but but there'll all be these videos. The truth behind blah blah blah, and one of them is the truth behind the Bermuda Triangle. And I, I watched that as like the one of the first things I did, just because I I actually had seen it before. But they're they're a fun series of documentaries that um they're they're silly. Anything that talks about the occult or anything that talks about you know conspiracy or all this, they're silly. But it's a fun series. And um actually in this so in this um segment that they did, the truth behind the Bermuda Triangle is about an hour long. Um, they, uh, one of the things that they talked about and they tested was, uh, the theory that people have about methane bubbles and this covers both, um, ships and planes. So it covers both of the main, which would explain why both of them have been sinking or not coming back. It's actually a lot of people, a lot of scientists did believe for a long time and and some still do that methane bubbles are what's most responsible for the Bermuda Triangle activity. And, And the idea of that, I'll start with boats. The idea is that, um, and they have a great example. They build this like two quarter scale uh, replica of one of the old like shipping boats that w- one of the famous ones that was lost in the Bermuda Triangle. And they set it up in this laboratory environment and they have something similar to the waves in the Bermuda Triangle. And then they launch methane up from, so there are methane bubbles coming up. And what happens is it initially dips the ship because the methane bubbles hit the surface and they make everything dip. So it dips the ship to the point where water floods in and then it sinks the ship. And it could just be a real quick thing yep. that nobody ever saw coming. Exactly. And so they say that maybe methane clearly with ships, it could do that. And then next they go to planes and they say that methane escaping the surface. Um, they actually have peop- two pilots, two uh, long, like storied history pilots they are in this flight simulator and um as they're they're going uh basically they they 
start the simulator and then they send up methane into the air um, to surround their plane as it would in this hypothetical. And what happens is all their dials go wiggly woggly and um, wiggly woggly and it, it <laughs> very scientific. Yes. Of you. And um, as they're, they're going all around when their plane kind of resets itself, it says you're, you're flying too high. You need to lower your, your, um, the the uh, altimeter is way too high, and so you need to lower yourself to a, a thousand, you know, whatever. And that's because methane is a heavier yeah, gas. Than exactly. Air is. And so the pilots, judging by their equipment solely, they they dip the nose of the plane and they drop down. And by the time they reach the elevation that their plane is telling them to reach, they crash into the water essentially. And and they were saying how difficult it was to see that the water was coming up through the lens of that plane because of how fast they're dropping to meet uh in in a an elevation that wouldn't kill them. So they're nose diving, nose diving, and then they hit the water and die. And that, that would, I mean, ideally both of those things would easily explain ships and planes that are sinking in this area. No, it right? absolutely would. The problem though, from what I've understood and what I've seen is that, um, scientists essentially across the board that know about methane, um, in, in the, the ocean area, the ocean floor is not releasing methane in the amounts in any way ever anywhere in the earth it is not releasing methane from the ocean floor in the amounts to where either of these things would ever happen not let alone once not you know thousands of times like all the incidents in the Bermuda triangle so as compelling as it is it's not true at all okay so if nothing else we've debunked that one which a lot of people yep. believe i've seen that That's in a, a lot of articles That's a huge thing and, and and it's just it's a great scientific argument and it doesn't pan out okay so what? So with with what you were saying with uh, whatever dude debunker dude's theory that you follow, um, he's just a, like buzzkill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's what's what do you think is happening? I don't think anything's happening. I think it's just well, you can't say nothing's happening when all of these ships are and, and planes are going down. What's making these ships and planes go down? I don't. Bad weather. All of them. Yes. Bad weather. All of them. Yes. Every single one. Every single one. And and. So this person that you're looking at, what's his name? Koosh. Koosh. So it is Koosh saying that, because I get bad weather. I do. I get sure. bad weather for a lot of them. He's what, But what I he's don't get bad is, weather for all of them. So what, explain to me so how. So what he's concluded is that the number of ships and aircraft reported missing in the area is not significantly greater, proportionally speaking, than any other part of the ocean. And that this area is... Frequently, but is frequented by tro by tropical storms, and the number of disappearances that occur, for the most part, is neither di disproportional or mysterious. But but here's my and problem. people seem to fail to mention these storms. No, no, and here's my problem. I I will uh, right away, straight away, mention that yes, this is there. There are rogue waves. There is a lot of stuff that could account for a lot of these ships and planes going down. I, I don't disagree with that at all. What his theory fails to explain is that when airplanes who have miraculously made it out of this, it have went it, into this area when they are firmly in this area, their mechanics get all wonky and they, they don't know what's going on in their plane. There is something going on. It, it, the thing is like, can weather, I, I guess I'm asking, can weather explain all of the things that are happening in a ship that, that seems to like, it, it's as if you, you put a computer up to a Windows 95, or I'm sorry, a magnet up to a Windows 95 computer, and it's just getting all shitty and wonky and all the dials are flipping back and forth. And it's as if they're in some alternate universe. You know what I mean? I, I'm just wondering, honestly, like, what is happening? What about these waves and what about these storms is making the dials and the planes go wild? 
Well, I don't know if I have a great explanation. I don't actually have, haven't heard that much about the instruments going wonky other than a couple of isolated incidents. Well, this show is video. I'm not saying this is evidence, but but I will say I, I've heard about it several times, but I will say it's also the most sensationalized part of this story. So whenever you watch a documentary or any like movie about it, you'll see somebody in a plane is going, wah, 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 and they're going all over well, the place. That that's the, not what I'm talking about. Or that the instrument starts spinning around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, they're not satanic. Which you isn't know? happening. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't but really they are happening. Getting out of but there's a lot of control. But, but people go through the Bermuda Triangle all the time. They go through they it do. all of the time and never experience anything wrong with it. There's just a, there's just some people that go through but, but and that's, do. But that argument to me is like saying that people roll through, uh, let's say, Gary, Indiana all the time and they don't get shot. So nobody's getting shot in Gary, Indiana. But the people that do, or let's just even say there are more car crashes in this part of the area it doesn't mean these people are, there's something weird happening. Maybe these people are just bad drivers. Maybe these, maybe there's just no, that there, much more a, traffic. There's a sociological explanation for why elevated numbers happen in every area. So what's the sociological, what's the, what's the scientific explanation for why this area does seem to be plagued by more than others? And, and unless you're saying that, and Kush is saying that, that this area actually doesn't have an elevated number. Is that what he's saying? That, that this is a normal area for and the, we've chosen to highlight it? For the ratio of what people go through. For the travel versus For the, the travel versus accident, it is no more, no less than any other place that you could go through, is what he's saying. Why Why then does do, do so many people see that as an area? Like, I, I get that myth can drive a lot, and I get all of that, but... but there have been so many people that have spent so long trying to explain it. So many learned scientists that have went down and, and they've looked at does meth do methane bubbles cause ships and planes to go down? Yes, they do, but they, that theory it's theoretically possible, but it's not happening. All these scientists have looked at these and they've done experiments. And they've looked at this area specifically. Now, why are they looking at this area if it's just like any other area? I think it's just because of the sensationalism of it. I think that's just what and people do with with. Let anything. me stop real quick. If, if you guys, if there's a little bit of delay, we are listening to fireworks go off all around us right now, and so there's going to be a little bit of us like going, uh, uh. And I'm sorry, but it's our asshole neighbors who aren't taking into other people into account. They are not taking into account this podcast. Yep. First of all, that. Second of all, they are now. They're on my. They now assholes with fireworks yep. are absolutely on our shit list. And and they're, we're going to come back to JJ answering my question, but I just want to digress one more time. Uh, we actually had to pause a second ago. You guys might be able to hear it. There's a little clip. Why did we pause a second ago, JJ? What happened in your house? Oh, my son came down. And and what did you have to do in order for your son and your wife to go back upstairs? I had to let him play on the podcast. Yeah, but first, what did you have to do? For every day since my son has been born, I have sung the same song to him after his bath, and it is called Baby Burrito. And that's adorable. It's, and I, I love it. But but I just I don't think that over the over the air you know, it would be one thing if it was all about the visuals, but it's not. So this this is a song that you sing to him, and, and there's no no loss of communication with our fans. And I think uh, some people listening might want to hear what this song sounds like. Nobody wants to hear that. How? What are the lyrics? Baby burrito, baby burrito, you are my baby burrito. Taco, taco, burrito, burrito, and then I give him a kiss. 
that's adorable. Thank you so much for doing that. I won't make you actually sing it, but I have been doing that every single batch I, since he was born. And I love for it. Three I, and a half years. I've never seen it done, and it was the most amazing thing ever. So I'm sorry about the digression, guys. We'll get right back to the question. I just had to ask JJ about baby burrito. So anyway, um, I he when we wrapped him when he was a baby and we wrapped you him, swaddled up him, and yeah, yes, he looked like a burrito. Yep. I'm sure every every new parent that's that's done sw- you know that swaddled your kid has thought oh what a little cute burrito yeah so JJ and, and his wife they have a song called Baby Burrito and it's adorable no I have a song called Baby oh. Burrito oh I'm sorry I tried she to fill, she fills family. in from time to time but, but it's, it's your song but it's my song okay so um, well now now so, my son he doesn't want to be a baby burrito anymore he wants to be a big boy burrito. So I've had to sing Big Boy I feel like burrito. a Big Boy Burrito is basically the same thing. It's just spicier. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little more of a kick to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, have right. this, I have the sauce on my fridge right now, I, and it's so clever. It, it's called Extreme, but they put three X's in it. I really That's hope, on Big Boy Burrito. I really hope this never makes it into the podcast. The, the, this Oh, no. Well, I'm not editing. I edit. This I is it. So you were answering. Um, so So I'm sorry. Back to the podcast. You were answering... That there's no bigger of a ratio than anywhere else in the in the world. But isn't you, there though? I mean, no, it, there's it, not. And and I I, I want to believe that, but from everything I've you're, seen, you're wondering the, about why scientists would waste their time. Yes, well, yes, I guess that is what I'm wondering. These people that that have. Because I've heard a lot of people say scientists that, waste their time on things all the it's time. True, scientists heard, waste their time on is there an, an appropriate amount of lead that you can eat and have it be okay? The yeah, answer, I know. The answer is there's none. Yeah, but but we know that because they spend their time doing that. It's like if we find out that. But I don't think. But that's science, though. Is science you have to explore every possibility. You have to be unbiased but, with but it. You can't even. Even if there's something saying that's, that there are a lot of people. I mean, I I've heard it recognized. I I just I don't buy it. I've heard it recognized that. This area does have more, even though it has more traffic, if you adjust for that, it does have more missing ships and planes I, than any other area. I will admit to you that it's that it's strange that we can't find any of these planes or That's these another ships. thing I want to talk about. That's, an, that's one interesting thing. And, and let's talk but about that in my theory. Oh, but you're, okay, nope, that's fine. That's fine. But, but so, I just, I guess with the science, I, I mean, because your theory is just that it's all random. It, it, it's, well, not random, but it's all, it's like, if you if you adjusted any other triangle of sea to the amount of travel that this area has, you would see this much. My what we're what right. he, what I'm saying and what and what Kush is saying is yes, there might be a lot of accidents, there might be a lot of ships, there might be a lot of planes that disappear in the Bermuda Triangle. But if you look at how much goes through there, that's like saying Chicago has more traffic accidents. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I what you're saying. of course Chicago has, but that doesn't mean that there's something magical well, happening adjust, with Chicago. Essentially, if you adjust for population, is, is yes, it, or you, you adjust for travel ratio, in the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. And I get that, but here's my thing. That is not the most traveled area in the sea. I, I guarantee it. It is a very traveled area, but I guarantee it's not the most traveled area No, it's in not the, the most traveled. And, and no. so with the other, the most traveled area in the sea, do you see as many missing, never recovered planes and boats? Well, part of it it's right along the equator, which is going to make for bad weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. You're gonna you're gonna have typhoons. That okay, are so gonna you happen. take it. You take it as hurricanes. I, I, you're gonna have bad storms. Tropical I get that. storms. So, so if you start it with if you start it with this, this is uh, proportionately. There's a lot of traffic here, and there might be this might be the area where there's the most traffic along the equator. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe sure. not, but maybe. And if that's the case, then okay, maybe I can see what you're saying. 
I just oh, let me think just go that, back to my Chicago example is yeah, maybe there's more people having accidents. And then you could say, well, that's because the lights are really shitty there. You know, there's just bad traffic lights. So you have bad traffic lights, which we could equate. So to, that's the equator example yes, with the weather. Yeah. The weather. So you get bad weather or bad traffic signals. You have a lot of people driving. But here's you have a lot thing, of ships. Then. That doesn't mean that there's something right. in the water that's making people bad drivers. Right, right. But here's my question then. How come I've never heard this outside of now as an explanation? Is it just because... It, it, because your your boy Kush is the first person to ever think of this sociological explanation of the Bermuda Triangle, or is it because well, this was back in 1975, and since then, since the 80s, it's really died down. There's not there's not the sensationalism with the Bermuda so Triangle. So there's no reason there to wasn't. investigate it to the extent that would lead you to that sociological conclusion. Well, or or maybe, maybe we're just not looking at it nearly as much because right because there's no reason because, to. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the research that's done, and that was another thing that he argued is that a lot of the research is done is just sloppy research. People are saying there was a it was a clear day and this plane disappeared. No, actually, there was really terrible weather, and that's why it disappeared. And, and I don't. That's another thing we've talked about this a lot. I, I uh, guys out there that are, that believe in conspiracy theories, if you believe something so hard that you're willing to lie about it, take a step back and think about who you're hurting because you're you're hurting the people who believe in it, but believe in it based on facts. You, and so a, don't lie about shit. And there's another thing is that people mistake or just flat out lie about what ships, what planes. They just make up the number of planes that disappear. So what it it makes it look like there's a lot more. Yeah, but then it's not but it's the same thing like if we just looked I, I at just, any I one guess, area it I wouldn't maintain, be any more I maintain that with my research there's a lot more in this area and there's a lot more than than can be explained by all of those phenomenon that you put forward all of the the fact that there's there's more traffic here and if there's another area with more traffic it's not around the equator I understand but I, I am gonna have to disagree and and I think it's because my theory to me is so much more clearly what's actually happening and so like do you mind if we go into mine no now? go ahead I feel like it's a good time so go my, ahead I'm I'm interested in this because I so I haven't heard of these 12 places in these theories so, so, so I'm the excited. idea is a lot of it does have to do people right away they they I will say this, people right away, they go, oh, the vile fortices, yeah, like the aliens. And it's like, yes, that's part of it, but it's that was kind of added. There, there, there are these, this was actually discovered by a biologist in the uh, 19th century. And these, there are 12 areas where there's at least at the time unexplained phenomena happening, phenomenon mm-hmm. happening. And phenomenon. Da, 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 and, uh, um, phenomenon. And, and, and I think that it's one of those things where, I, I agree. I think that that we just we have this like this biological drive. We we are the species. We are going to figure out. We're going to crack the human genome, and we're going to figure out quantum mechanics and life on a quantum level, and well, all of this. And I think that we're trying to prove everything. And I think that there's some things that can't be proven, and these twelve things show that we can't prove everything. And we will. We I think we will be able to, but right now we can't. And that's enough for me. Humans are incredibly curious, and that's been the survival of our exactly. of our species. And we should that, be, but we're not there yet. And we need to explain things. We need to try to explain things logically. And that's what part of it, that's why I don't believe all the things with the Bermuda Triangle. And it's the same thing that I don't believe when people are just trying to make up reasons why things happen. I totally agree with that. Just because, because you can't explain something doesn't mean there needs to be exactly, a Exactly, and that's what I'm getting at. I think, But I think that both sides are guilty of it because I think it's easy to go... I think it's easy to look at, um, you know, certain things that I've proposed a theory to and go, well, that's just you searching for an explanation because you can't deal with the truth. And it's like, yeah, maybe, but you're doing the same shit 
When you look at the Bermuda Triangle, I'm comfortable saying we just don't understand it, and we will someday or we won't, but we don't understand it. But, but you have than, to have an explanation. But it's more than just random chance is yep. what you're saying. But, but, there's no way well, it's random chance. If it's random chance, it's random chance that we scientifically don't understand. So it's not random chance based on things we understand. It's based on something we don't. And and so it's like the idea, like I said, when when you know when people are like, well, you can't accept that, you know, um, I, let me come. You can't accept that somebody just shot. Uh, uh, JFK and I gotta I have to go there but you can't accept that somebody just shot him and he died so you have to come up with this crazy theory it's like well maybe that's maybe that's a good example but but I mean the thing is with these, these other things I'm investigating it's not because I, I can't it's not because I, I I have to find an explanation but when you guys need to scientifically analyze everything and, and you can't admit that there's things we don't know aren't you doing the same thing but I think if you're trying to say that we can't scientifically explain it then people are going to want to do that. I think that's how we find answers. I, I just think that's but how... But I think that an explanation at this point doesn't out. fully cover it. I agree with you, but it doesn't cover it right now. And so, like, yes, here's my thing. Again, yes, we can take every instance of a ship missing in the Bermuda Triangle, and we can say that was because of a rogue wave, that was because of methane bubbles, that was because of this, and we can explain every single one, and that might be what happened. But more, more likely is that... We can't come up with a single explanation for every single ship or plane that's went down in this area, and that's okay. We don't have to scientifically explain it right now because science is working so hard to explain it, and we're going to learn new things. We, you know, we discovered the Higgs boson not that long ago. I think what you're trying to do is you're looking at every individual case and saying that there's just too much to try to explain. Yeah. Whereas I can take, again, take my car as an example, just because you can't explain every why every single car accident happened doesn't mean that it's not just because things happen. True. Yeah, I see that. I, I mean... Bad things happen. Sometimes there's not an explanation. Yep, yep. And that's the uh, anthropic principle of the universe. Sometimes things happen the way they happen because they happen the way they happen. And that's how we have to understand it. And I totally get that. I, I Sometimes do. it's just Octum's razor. And the I, simplest I solution is the easiest, I, I, is the right. I do see that and I get that. But I just think that when it's something... We, we make myth. Here's the thing. We make mythology because we want to explain something we don't understand. And sometimes later on, we understand it because of science. Sometimes later on, science isn't enough. And then later it is. It's like, we don't understand why fermenting milk makes us healthy. But then eventually, or not milk, I'm sorry, but but um, we don't understand why mold makes us healthy. But then later we learn that penicillin is an actual drug that we can use. And antibiotics are an actual thing. We didn't know it until Pasteur came along. You know what I mean? We didn't know that, but it scientifically that is why. And and it's one of those things where it's like we don't know why this is happening, but it is happening. And we can't use somebody like Kush who's just saying, "Oh, it's all random." Because holy shit, man, that's like winning the lottery 7,000 times in a fucking row with a random already known inst- instance happening that that w- why can't we find these ships? Well, because it's 500,000 miles or more. Or more, five hundred thousand million. But there are people miles. that spend their whole life searching, and and I mean, like, the, it's it, also it's the a big ocean. Area. It's I a, mean, yes, yes. It's in it's three. Degrade. It's three D. I mean, yep. it's not. I mean, at least with if you're looking for like Bigfoot or the Jersey Devil, like, it's almost two D. You know, but, but you have the ground, the and that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, I get it. But here's like, but but the thing is, there's there's it, as big as it is. There's a lot of people looking, man. There are people trying to solve this mystery, and there's a lot of people looking, and they continuously don't find these high-profile 
complains, they'll find some things. And I, I do believe some of it is random chance. Some of it is the fact that it's crazy weather around the equator. I, yes, yes, definitely. Of course, there's shades of everything. But the fact that they're not, they're consistently not finding the same ones over and over again when they're spending their life searching for it, you could chalk that up to the ocean as big. But this is a small chunk of the ocean compared to the entire ocean. Of course, it, it really makes you realize how small we actually yeah, are. It, it, yes. Whereas, it does humble you. Yeah, you oh, know? absolutely. Because we were talking about the Jersey Devil and how big of an area that was what is it, like 1500 yep. square miles and now we're talking about 500,000 and that's not even the entire ocean you're not even crossing the Atlantic at that point and there's still and you're still just in yeah not even close you just fail so small and insignificant when you realize just how small we are yeah. and how big the world and how big the universe is I agree I just I guess to, to summate I, I think that there are things we don't understand and I think that it's this like it's a cultural thing at this point where if we, I, I think most of the time, not all the time, definitely not, but I think a lot of the people that have a very skeptical mind are the people that have been answering things for for years and, and decades and centuries, and they're the people that have been going, well, I can see where Judaism and Christianity started, and I know that it started based on society, so I'm an atheist because I can't prove those things, so I'm going to be a skeptic about everything, that's great, and you should, and I'm not saying anything about that, like, I totally agree, but I think that at a certain point, your skepticism makes you close your eyes, and I think that if we close our eyes to science, then that's a problem too, and that's what I'm seeing with the Bermuda Triangle, because I'm seeing these areas that unexplained even if you can explain it, like I can explain every single thing and it will make sense, but it's probably not what actually happened. You know what I mean? So what are you going to say about the rest of these vortices? Is it, is it, it's just a bunch of areas that we don't understand. And I think if I had to pick a culprit for it, I, I, I and I wasn't, I, I didn't necessarily want to come back here, but I'm going to aliens. Oh, for God's sake. You, you can disagree, but they've I given disagree. us a lot, man. I Let disagree. me ask you this. Is your phone connected to Wi-Fi right now? Yes, it is. Thank the aliens. Oh, my God. No. Thank <laughs> technology. Which we got in nineteen in the 1940s from the aliens. We're going to have to do a Roswell episode soon. We, we really are. I actually, and you know what's funny? I've never said this on the show before. I have uh, I have a dual band router at home, and I have two. So I've, I, I named two networks in my apartment. Uh, one of them is just called Thanks Aliens. <laughs> That's 100% true. That's amazing. <laughs> the other one, I don't know why. It's called Dave Grohl. But the, That's not exciting. Yeah. That's not as clever. Well, he's the, the guy from you know the Foo Fighters. And no, the I know. But yeah, but... yeah. But I, I don't know. I just thought it, he's powerful, and it's my, my 5 gigahertz one instead of my 2 gigahertz one. So anyway. Um, but I, I think that this is one of those cases where, like, what we're not going to solve the Bermuda Triangle? No, God, no. Well, I, they already solved it back in 1975. We're just arguing <laughs> about it now. Oh, Koosh. Oh, Koosh. <laughs> so, um, we. I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, we kind of. It feels weird to just have a normal episode. We're not pitching weird things. We don't have a guest. We're not doing, you know, this is just like a, a classic kind of, we come to a head. It's vintage. Uh, it's vintage. Spartan argue. It's vintage. You guys, um, uh, we have a lot of good stuff planned though. We do. And we're growing every single week and it's really because yeah. of the people that listen to us. Thank you so much. A lot of podcasts I've been talking to, a lot of people giving us some really sound advice and I'm excited to use that advice and have this, this monster keep growing. I, I'm always... I, I'm always just amazed at the number of people that listen to us that are, uh, I hate, I don't even like the words fans, but they're, they're 
they enjoy the I show. I like listeners a lot better listeners. because I, I think we do have fans, but it's so weird. Yeah, no, we got people who enjoy our podcast. They're listeners. They're listeners. There's, <laughs> but, there are people that listen to a podcast, yeah. and I and I just I, I, I don't guess, wanna, I don't ever take that for granted. Here's my thing: we're gonna do. I, I guess if it's okay with you, JJ, I'd like to do just a little mini bonus. I know we got to wrap it up, but we got a little bit of time. This is a short episode, sure. so let me ask you a the question. Hell. Yeah. Um, what shows are you watching right now? Watching any good TV? I'm watching right now. My wife wanted me to watch The Keepers. Oh, the nun show? Yeah, because yeah. she wants us to do an episode on that. And the first three episodes were just about rape in the Catholic Church. And it had I known that I probably wouldn't have watched it, but Does it bum you out? It it does because I, I'm very uncomfortable with rape in general. I, I feel like that's kind of a human thing. It is, but I it, and I and I feel so like terrible just not wanting to see it, just or not wanting to like listen to it because these people went through oh, I, it, I, so it's so much worse for them. Yeah, but. that's not a. But no, no, no. I think it's it's fair to say that you don't want to like see the worst part of somebody's life. That's not yeah. that's not a bad thing. I think. And somebody was telling me like, and I said I I have a hard time watching it. And somebody was like, Oh, you didn't get enough out about out of like SVU. Uh, it, criminal. That's a little different. It, it is because. I can, I can. You can distance yourself with this view because exactly. it's not real. Exactly, but when I hear somebody who's telling me about things that did happen, it's hard not. And to And nobody's sympathize. watching SVU thinking like, "Oh, this shit happens all the time in big cities." Like nobody's thinking about the reality of it. Yeah, you know. So I wanted. To, we're I, laughing at Ice Cube or yes. Ice T. I'm sorry, Ice T. Yeah. Yes. So I, I. Nobody's de- laughing at Ice Cube. No, no, no. <laughs> I've de- motherfucker will stab you. <laughs> I've debated trying to do a, a Keepers episode. I'm not all the way through it. We're now now I'm kind of getting to the murder mystery part, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, but and but it's hard for me to want to do an episode and want because what am I going to debate with you? Oh yeah, the Catholic Church totally didn't rape people. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I think we just have to do it as a murder mystery, you know. Yeah, and it's an interesting murder yep. mystery. It's an incredibly yep. that's a two sided thing, you know. It's an incredibly one, and it, I think it's it's kind of like Stephen Avery, where you have to take away the shittiness and then just debate the murder mystery. You yeah. Know? Well, you have to mention it. You have to talk about it. Of course, it's like yes, Stephen Avery was doing terrible things. Yes, Manitowoc County was doing awful things. But then when we talk about this case with Teresa Hallback, there's a clear yes or no, you know. I don't want to dive too far into it, but I, I find what's very interesting about what what's portrayed on the keepers, which is the Catholic Church should have absolutely been, or uh, Father Mackle, who's the, the person who's accused of it, should have absolutely gone to trial, been in jail, and all these things because he did these tor- terrible, terrible, terrible things except that there's no evidence any of this happened other than what people are coming and saying. And we come, we come back to the, the law system, you know, the, and the that's legal not, system. And that's not enough. That's not evidence. That's not proof. If Definitely everybody not. says it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But people are going to jump all over the Stephen Avery should not have to go to jail because the Manitowoc County didn't that's a very good point yeah but i mean nobody's gonna nobody's gonna stand up for somebody that's painted as being in a terrible system and being guilty but people are gonna jump all over the oh the police are abusing this dude whether he did it or not they're doing a shitty thing but that's just how that's just how things are portrayed that's just that's just when you when you take a you when you take a side and you look just at one side of it that's just how things are going to happen. You know, you're, you're going to have to take a side with how this documentary is portraying it. If 
there was a documentary about making a murder where it was the other side where Stephen A. They're doing all of their everything to prove Stephen Avery. Made Avery's. by the state. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you're going to absolutely be like, you know what? I don't care if Stephen Avery, if the Minotaur County was there, they shouldn't have done it. Or you could yeah. look at the Catholic Church and be like, you know, I know all these people are saying it. It's awful. Maybe it did happen. But you don't have enough evidence. You don't have the yeah. proof. You need burden of proof. That's, I think it's a good episode. I think we need to do that. Um, Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, what... Not as much focused on a possible episode, but just at, in entertainment in your life. I'm trying to get it like your your life, not just this. But what what are you watching? This anything? is my life. Are you watching this anything that's life. not about like murder, conspiracy, mystery? Like, are you are you, what about movies or you know uh, what other media are you consuming that we can chat about? Oh goodness, you know what? And you can you can absolutely be and every other parent is. It's hard to get into anything when you have a kid. Yeah. I, well, not for me yet. Cause my kid, you know, I, I have a, uh, thank whoever I have, a, I have a good sleeper and everything, but, but at the same time, I mean, I can watch stuff with her on my lap and she won't pick anything up. Oh yeah. really? So, you know, cause she's seven months old. Yeah. Like, Funny story. We, uh, my son had to go to the doctor and they, he had to have some, he, he had to have he had a cavity, so he had to have an oral surgery because he was so young. Oh, and one of the things I didn't do recently. Oh, oh, look at that! We'll talk <laughs> hey. about that in a sec. Yeah. But one of the things they told us is because my son has never been a good sleeper, like never. He wakes up two or three times a night. It's just he's never been a good sleeper. It's it's just. Is that why you're so stressed all the time? Oh my god! It's part of it. <laughs> I haven't. I don't think I had, and this is no joke. I don't think I had a full night of sleep for the first year and a half of his life. I don't think I, I slept an entire with night. With the exception of the week that my daughter came home, I I have I have every single night I have slept from you know midnight at le- at at latest to seven a.m. Easy I, seven hours. I hate you so much. Yeah, I know. But it. But we one must of the just things, be better parents. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but one of the things that they they told us is that he is. Apparently they do this before every surgery or before kids go into surgery or people go into surgery or they're given anesthesia is apparently he's got a very, very high risk of sleep apnea. And I'm like, oh, my God, that literally explains everything. So I'm not convinced my son doesn't have a little bit of sleep apnea. And that's why he he doesn't sleep well. That's why he's been waking up for such a long time all the time. This this is I'll tell the story real quick and I'll get to your dental story but when, the first night we brought my son home, we gave him a bath, we put him to like we we had him, he fell asleep in our arms and we put him in the little bassinet that was by the bed, took a deep breath, turned off the lights. Me and my we weren't married at the time, we were living in sin. But my wife and I my, now, my, Sarah and I are still living in sin. Exactly, Heathen, <laughs> heathens. Yeah. But we we laid down our wedding not that long ago. You were too. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Don't look down you upon me. You cannot pass judgment. <laughs> so the so we we lay down together. We 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 curled up right next to each other and just said like, you know what, we can do this. And then. Five seconds like later. as you said, we can do oh, this. Oh, yeah. Just as we were whispering <laughs> to one another, I'm about ready to fall asleep. My son wakes up, and he spends the rest of the night screaming. And that is yeah. the first night of my son coming home. We ended up, this is no joke, my wife ended up sleeping in the in the baby room in a chair with him in her arms, probably for the first three months of his life, and I would sleep on the floor. 
Oh yeah, you had to be there because I was gonna say, you, you know, sleeping with a baby in your arms—that's risky. You gotta have somebody underneath to catch. Well, yeah, she. Well, it was a rocking chair, so they would. Oh, just, yeah. they would. They would prop the legs up and right. He'd, and he'd fall asleep, and there were times I, and because she'll listen if she ever does listen to his podcast, she'll go back and be like, "You son of a bitch, you were slept in the bed a couple times," <laughs> and I did. I did, but but a lot yeah. of the time I tried to sleep in the room on the floor for the first three months of his life, and even then he was still it's like screaming uh, not not too long ago. I saw a video online about like it, it was this it was like a, a baby cam like nanny cam kind of footage, but it shows I I think it was just it was totally like candid like she didn't know she she forgot it was on, but. It shows his mom she puts the kid to sleep puts puts the kid in the crib stand you know make sure the kid's asleep and it shows her totally like swat looking like she drops down and sneaks <laughs> out of the room and it was like one of the best things it was like totally night vision too because yeah. it was like a nanny cam at night but it shows this woman just drop and slide on her back out of the room quietly and i was like that's the funniest fucking thing and like any any new parent you guys kind of you know know that you know you, oh you, yeah you, you will get do the kid what? to sleep in the crib and you will swat out of there. Oh yeah, like we have a because it is the worst feeling yep. to have your child put them down and then they woke up as you're trying to back away. I was gonna say when oh, they, it's when so they don't when they don't wake up when you get them in the crib they're still asleep but then backing away wakes them up. That's the thing, man. Oh, it's, it's so defeating. Like I have we we live in a um we live in this kind of cool old apartment building and um we we have uh, wood floors in it and oh, and, oh well, yeah. I was gonna say and, and most of the time it's great but but like right outside of a room there's one squeaky board you know. Because of course there is. Of course there is. Next to our room, next to the living room, everywhere else, all the other wooden areas, it's fine. Right outside of her room, there's a squeaky board. Oh, it's, you it know? is. It's... It, of course. But um, parenting is tough, man. Parenting is tough, but it's, it's you know, as you know, I could see it on your face singing the Baby Burrito song. It's very, <laughs> it's very rewarding, you know. It is, and but... you don't really understand the fr- fruits of your labor until they're about two or three years old, and they can look at you and be like, I love you. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, I, I, well, you. Even, I was going to say even now, like, you know, me, I'm I, like I said earlier, she's only seven months old, but, I mean, just seeing her, you know, when, I, when she's been at daycare, she's been with my mom, and I come home, and she has the biggest smile she's had all day when I start playing with her. I'm like, yeah, you know, all right, worth it. Yeah. Worth yep. it. Exactly. You get that, uh, that Homer Simpson yep. do it for her. Oh God. Speaking of which I have still been in this rabbit hole where the only thing I've seen on a screen in the past, other than like checking messages, the only thing I've seen on any electronic screen is the Simpsons really? in a okay. month, man. I've just, I've seen every episode. Well, every up to like the 16th, 17th season. Cause that's at, at most what you could call good Simpsons. Um, Holy shit. I've been watching through some, there's so much quality in early Simpsons, right? Yes. Yes. I was just, I was on YouTube watching some of the best of the Simpsons. Yeah. And one of them was, uh, where superintendent Chalmers goes to show Skinner, his Honda, his everything, 1979 oh my Honda, God, everything with Chalmers and, and Skinner is the best. I, I just, one of the things that Steamed I hams is my well, favorite. Let me, let me ask you. Yes. It, 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 that's great. Let me ask you if you have one, do you have like a, a quote that you use in your, in, in like regularly? That's a Simpsons thing for you. Oh, do I? I don't know. Do I, you? I have a couple actually, because I've seen it so many times. I, I have way more Futurama because that's like my show. But but Simpsons. Um, every once in a while, when Sarah starts driving, um, and if like, I, just if there's any chance for me to yell in the car, I'll say put it in H. <laughs> um, that's one I use. The uh, the rushing car, yeah, crazy Vakla yep. car dealership. Yep. Yep. That that was the Mister Plow episode. Oh I yes, it that was. One. That's yes. a great episode. But yes. I, I do that. Um, Basically, just any time 
uh, I get the chance. This isn't a quote by any means, but I'll sing the entire Monorail song. Oh, oh yes. God, the Monorail episode. How good Monorail, was that? Monorail. Monorail. <laughs> oh, wow. That is ingrained deep. I haven't seen that episode <laughs> in such a long time. The came off my pudding can. Take my penknife, my good man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there's so many, so much quality in early Simpsons, God. I Anyway, um, I guess that was a, an awesome extended bonus content for a short episode, but um, we I honestly, now I'm thinking about it, we might release them separately as another bonus, but... Um, Nobody's going to want that. I, dude, I would love that if I would was you? listening to your podcast. Yeah, I don't know, people might not. We'll hear oh, the feedback. You know, uh, you know what's one of my favorite? I just I had, to, I had to get in the get in favorite yeah. quote, the uh, best quotes, and one of them is, uh, my eyes, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> another oh, one. Every, radioactive man. Uh, we've talked about this before, but everything that uh, Hank Scorpio says, yes, the, the Homer's boss when they move to the planned community, um, I like frequently. Like you can ask Sarah, but frequently, I I will take my shoes off after coming home and I'll throw them in my closet and say, "Get the hell out of here!" Ever see a man say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> I say that like daily. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now I now I know what I had it, and I this was even before I found it was. Uh, things are coming up Millhouse. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Everything's coming yeah. up Millhouse. Oh man. I will use that. You from do, time uh, you've time. used that in text with me. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, it was about the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Everything's coming up Millhouse. And I was like, oh man, I'm so glad we do a podcast. Somebody who says that to me, I'm glad we do a podcast together. Uh, good times. But anyway, guys, once again, thank you so much. Thanks for donating to our Patreon <laughs> so you can hear this bonus episode. I've been thinking about it lately. Um, we're still not there. No, God, no. Not but even a when bit. we are... Um, this kind of thing that you just heard might be bonus or we might do better things. Well, I hope we do better things. <laughs> all of a sudden people yank the money out. This is what I'm paying for. <laughs> okay. We need prizes. That's all it is. But the thing is, we, there are a lot of podcasts that do similar topics. Yeah. They don't have the same niche, but they do similar topics. And so they give away cool shit yeah. that we would give away, but we can't because other podcasts are giving them out. So well, we, we, what are we going to give away? Like, here's my daughter's rattle. Well, but that's the thing. We have to, like, what we there's talk a napkin. about. We talk about, like, Here's the thing, like if if we talk about a murder case, we can't give away cool murder stuff because I know podcasts that do that. We can't give away like, I I mean there's there's no there's no thing that we have that we can give away other than we could do like personalized recordings and like we can do shout outs and stuff. But I mean, I'm never no, I am never ever going to pay someone for me to do a shout out or have them pay you. Yeah, if they support our show, you can get a shout out. You if you eat text message or I'm sorry, if you, you guys have heard us do it before if you with message us, fans. <laughs> if you message us and say, "Hey, really love your podcast." I'm probably going to talk about you because yeah. I am so grateful that anybody listens to this thing. <laughs> Cuz I I edit it and I hate listening to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, uh Redneck we'll horror. Red, or, or, uh, Hillbilly, Hillbilly horror. horror. Hillbilly Horror, they gave us a lot of good advice. Yes. On the I'll internet. just give them a shout out. Go listen to them right now. Yeah. they're No, they're great. They're, but, I mean, they don't need our, our love. No, they don't. They don't. They, they're no, they're he, very established. He told me about the listens he get. I I told him I would figuratively kill someone to get the amount of listens he gets. And then JJ said that to me, and I said I would literally kill someone for that. That was a real conversation. That was, too. And I was like, oh. You said I would figuratively kill someone, and I said, why did you say figuratively? Yeah, at least I know where your limit is for the podcast. Yeah, it's you are essentially more more it is into much this. lower than what we said it at. <laughs> anyway, um, 
The guy, half this is going to get cut out. It's really not. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, we have, do we want to give any, I, I want to give a preview. What do we got coming up? We have, we're going to do a haunting episode. Yes. We haven't quite decided which one. Here's the thing. Hauntings are hard because I think a lot of times, I think they're still a fun thing. Like some hauntings turn into a murder mystery and the murder mystery is more fun than the haunting. So I want to take the haunting out. That's true. Uh, So we're trying to find a good, guys, if if you're hearing this right now and you have a really good haunting that that we could argue, please give it to us. There's a couple ones, uh, Amityville. Amityville is one of those ones where I think it's, it's more fun as a murder mystery. I understand. I understand exactly what you mean because there's a lot of weird stuff with the murder in general. Yeah, but then what the haunting seems like a court trade. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's we'll look into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into we'll it. We'll yeah, talk about it. Um, and then the other one, what we're for sure doing right after that is Amanda Knox, which oh, that's I gonna am, be a really good one. I am incredibly excited about that. That's probably one of the ones that I'm the most excited about. Only because I don't truly know that much about yeah, it. Yeah, we both have kind of a little bit of a background, but this is one we're both going to have to do a lottery. We're going to have to, you know, neither uh, one of us have picked a side up. on it yet. Yeah, either. yeah, that's what's an interesting. It's going to be fun, guys. And then what else? Do we well, have I know on we're talking about. Um, I I wanted I want to kind of preview this tentatively. Uh, Michael Jackson is oh. the topic of a conversation. We've talked about this. We talked about this no, for a long time. There's no way I can do that. Episode. No, I think you can. It, it um. The, the argument, if you guys are wondering, just hearing that, what it would be, um, when we started this podcast, I actually might have said this on an earlier episode, when we started this, I asked JJ, hey, it'd be fun to do kind of a reversal. Are there any conspiracies that you believe? And right away, like barely any thinking, JJ was like, I think black Michael Jackson, and white Michael Jackson are two different people. And we decided that we we're finally going to do it. And then he texted me, ah, can I argue this? Is this racist? And I'm like, kind of, but... I mean, it'll be fun. Everything. A lot I, of disclaimers. Everything I looked at was like, was if you think uh, Michael Jackson's white or you can't call him white because he's, yeah, you're racist. And I, I'm not racist and I don't want to come off as it. So I don't yeah, know no, a good it's, way it's, to talk it's, about it's Michael a good Jackson. Thing argue, I've argued things that have made me look stupid and you might have to do it too. But I, guys, just, I guess with that conversation, just know that there's a lot of, interesting stuff coming up I, I, I don't want to say good should i do a twitter poll yeah is it racist <laughs> you know what if you have no to i thought you were gonna say should i do a twitter poll on what we should we should do next that's a yes is it racist don't do that poll <laughs> i don't want to have that question all right anyway guys i honestly thank you so much for listening jj what do you have to add I don't have anything to add at this I, point. Thank you for thank you. If you've made it this far, thank you so yes, much. If you if you listen to our last uh, the Jersey Devil episode, thanks for listening to our crappy podcast with our oh, yeah. stupid concept. Yeah, of nobody who's going to listen because it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess we always have to thank for that. Yeah, thanks for listening to our so dumb podcast. even though it's a terrible idea. Thank you for listening. Yeah, and- thank you for listening and supporting this stupid idea. Yep, and I am I'm leaving. Signing out. Hey everyone, I'm Nick. I'm JJ. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash conspiring to argue. Follow us on Twitter at CTArgue. And follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash conspiring to argue. Or please check us out on our website, conspiringtoargue.com. Or email us, contact at conspiringtoargue.com. Join the conversation and look forward to future episodes. Thanks so much.